Hello and welcome to what's this podcast called again? The Misty Music Podcast. Oh, aye, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. I genuinely actually forgot. <laughs> I just paused Did there. You? I was like, Oh, I thought you were doing I, it to give me a good, like a good effect, or it worked out pretty well. But it was genuinely it was one of those like <laughs> I've, I, 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 I don't know. I can't find the words here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, as Lucy said, the Misty Music Podcast And that was Lucy's voice that you heard Along with myself, David And we're going to be talking about some punk tonight And um, that's supplied by The Misfits And it will be their debut album, which is Walk Among Us But strangely, not their debut album We'll come to that information um, in, a, in a wee sec um, So... I think we uh, we released the um, the last episode, which was the Camera Obscure episode. Um, Let's get out of this country. I've had no feedback at all about that episode. Zero, nothing. Now it could be people people are just catching up. Like I mean, like our man Kevin Brown, he tends to you know yeah. make him back to us you know, in a week's time or two weeks time. But I'm disappointed because I, I was really really keen to hear what people were going to say about it. Yeah, I thought it was maybe a wee branch out into a different wee pocket of the mm-hmm. of the music yeah. sphere eh, that. But, um, aye. Unless it's just shite. It's no shite. I've actually listened to it again since the podcast. Have you? And I really enjoyed it. Good. And I think it's... And I watched the videos again and stuff, and I was like... I think because when you go to YouTube, obviously because you've watched them, it reminds you, and you're like, oh, the video, I'll click on it, you know. And and I I, I do really like that album. It's good. (laughs) So maybe... When I said I wouldn't buy it, maybe, maybe I will. Maybe I like I will. that. Maybe I will. <laughs> Aye. <But> anyway, <laughs> I like that. I know if you've got any feedback on uh, that episode, we'd really love to hear. Even if it's negative, even if you're thinking, "Oh God, no, I can't listen to this," you know, but whatever, you know. Yeah, let us it's know. It's all good. Let us know. Um, so, I um, as usual. Follow us on Twitter, and I refuse to call it X. It's Twitter, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like an old man. I am not changing for anybody, you know. Just it's just such yeah. a. It looks sinister as fuck as well, doesn't it? It's all black it and bit, this X, and you're like it's a bit cultish and things like that, you know. Yeah, because it was the wee blue bird and the wee kind of tweeting. Yeah. It kind of sounds a bit Aye. innocent. X sounds a bit thingy. Uh, do you still call Starburst Opal Fruits? Are you that kind of? That's a marathon bar. That's a. No, no, I don't. I call it a Snickers and I call it Starburst. So right. Just so. thinking if that was like a theme, me eh, with you. I'm now moving on. <laughs> Twitter or X or Marathon or Starburst, you can follow us on uh, at uh, Misty Music Pod on Twitter or drop us an email. Um, you can do that at Misty Music Pod at gmail.com. Give us some feedback. Come on. Um, all right, so I'm going to turn attention to The Misfits. So The Misfits, um, like I said, this is their debut album, but it's actually, in fact, the third album, um, because their first two albums were never released, because I think nobody wanted to release them, basically. So, <laughs> um, But they have been released since, um, obviously, and they've very, been very successful and very popular, but um, at the time, they're saying no one was interested. So, so this album came out in March 1982, um, on Ruby Records, and yeah, uh, it's it's the Misfits, man. It's um, the biggest um, the biggest star in the band is Glenn Danzig, the singer, who went on to to form the band Danzig later in the eighties. Um, 
who are like kind of kind of a dirty bluesy metal lay band. I suppose you'd want to call them that. He's a interesting character. It's Glenn Danzig, but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you your thoughts. But I don't normally do this, Lucy. Right. Okay. In fact, there was two two thoughts I had after I said listen to this album. I thought of another album like about a day later, and I thought oh, that would have been a better one to give. I'm not another Misfits album, just another album in general. Right. I'll no name it because I'll, I'll keep it, and we'll maybe do that later down the line. Um, and I thought, oh, that might have been actually a good shout, but but fine, I've made my choice. I'm I'm fine. But you've maybe done that similar <laughs> ones in the past. Yeah. But, um, but I'm going to predict. Let me, let me try and predict what you're going to say about this because I normally would just asking you would just tell me right. So here's my prediction for what you're going to say about this. Okay. I found it difficult to differentiate any of the songs. You think the guitar sounds fucking terrible, <laughs> and you struggle with a lot of the lyrics. Yeah, absolutely. Like the see the first time I heard I put this on, I was driving in the car. <laughs> I had no idea what was being sung until a couple of like the chorusy bits where it's like where it's obvious, <laughs> you know, you know, like like mum can like what's it mum can I go mummy can I go and kill the night? Ah, comes like I got that, I get that, yeah. Like for the verses, I thought not a clue what was being said. Could not tell anything between the sound. It all just sounds like one sound. Mm-hmm. And I still have that opinion now. Mm-hmm. I haven't listened to it a few times, where I'm like, I I, I just hear it all at once, mm-hmm. all the way through. Um, yeah, absolutely, no spot on. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, I, I love the Misfits, right? I, I love them. Uh, I, obviously, you, you you're not hearing like much in the verses. Now I'm hearing like loads of melody and stuff, and I'm actually hearing melody. And you're hearing like. Nothing. No, I do. <laughs> I, I do hear melody now. A few listens in, but yeah. just a bit. Just a bit. Just Aye. a wee bit. Because we are. Because it's strange. Because I hear. I hear like just melody from start to finishing this. Apart from the odd, the odd uh, one. Like, mummy, can I go out and kill tonight? Because he is yeah. pretty much just shouting that song. You know, I got. You know, yes. Um. So I just hear really catchy punk songs. Um. But you're hearing something different. You know, maybe I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Because although, like, I, I had some things that. Um, I was writing about it and I thought, oh, this might be controversial or what. But now that you're saying that, you're giving me hope that I'm maybe not too controversial about it. I do hear the melodies Mm -hmm. and all that. Um, So, uh, yeah, I mean, I knew nothing about the Misfits before this. eh? Mm -hmm. So I I, I recognised the the name and the kind of logo when I seen it because it's like that kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the ghost is that the the skull kind of yeah, ghosty yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. right? Right. It was I from an old movie, probably. the Crimson, Crimson Ghost. That wore, it wore a crimson cloak, and it was the skull face. So they just took that from the I, old horror film, you know. I think I saw a clip of it because I watched something on YouTube, and it was like the the kind of early years. It was like a 10, 12, 15 minute video, something right. like that, about the kind of the early the years where I think it was about. Uh, Danzig, like that right. early kind of era, and uh, they showed a clip of the the the, the, the terrifying skull, like <laughs> ghost, ghost, crimson ghost. Did ah, you yeah, say? It's yeah. good, eh? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I knew nothing about them at all. Um, and then when I fired it up on Spotify for the first time, I seen the imagery uh, what that comes with, it, and I thought, mm. oh shit, this is yeah, you're gonna struggle. Like, I'm gonna struggle with it. It's like. The kind of the like the the, the kind of image of the bands that we're on, and I'm thinking this. I just don't get it. I, I, I don't. I've no meant to get it. I don't get it. 
um, and then fired up the album cover, and the album covers like the the, the pink and the flying saucers, mm-hmm. and is it, is it a bat that's on it? Kind yeah, of scary yeah, bat. Yeah, yep. yeah. It's like Very Thrasher kind of. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you've said camp be because it is. Aye. Um, and then I'm thinking, yeah, just uh, it's it's not going to be for me. But yeah, fired on. Thought all these things that that, that you've said, eh? But I mean. I, I, it's no for me, eh? Mm-hmm. Overall, it's no for me. But I can see how folk like it. I can hear the melodies in it. Like, I can yeah. hear the... A lot of it is catchy. There's a lot, a few of the songs that I was going away thinking and I'm, I'm, I'm singing it because it is, it is catchy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it is very stylized. I don't know if it was, like, intentional then or, or what. Now, but I watched a video from later on. I can't remember what it was. I wrote it down. Dig up your dig up our bones. Ah, I that see. That's, one? that's 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 is that like right new to new. No, that's not a misfits. Glenn Danzig, but it is a misfits. It, and it's no, it's it's, it's it, it, it it kind of splits opinion. Misfits, misfits fans. For me, they finished when when they broke up originally. That was that was them done. So they came back with kind of different people in the band and and yeah, that's But they're still going up until now. They've they've been in so many different guises. In fact. Uh, Glenn Danzig did get back with them um, for a wee while and they did some shows uh, just I think it was a year before Covid hit and stuff you know and they did they did right. a few shows um, but so they've been together in a few different um, the, the lineups have been just changing all the time so um, so nah that dig up your bones and stuff that, that's just no matter I just fired it on to see I know ah, I, I did read yep. about the late chains up and I thought I'll fire it on and see and it, it was that kind of like gothy thing you know whatever and that but even look kind of like I'm, I'm maybe I'm wrong then, but I'm kind of picturing all that together. But was it as kind of stylized and all that back then as it is kind of now? That whole kind of what yeah, the kind of goth thing and the kind of the yeah. gothic imagery and all that. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, I think they'd set out to, <clears throat> I mean, have that particular image they wanted to look dark and you know and like kind of that like i say the, the influence in the lyrics was all was all like 50s horror movies and and you know and um that kind of thing so they really leaned into that and rock and roll i mean because a lot on this that's just that's just basically amped up rock and roll riffs you know that you could hey. hear played you know the late 50s and all that but except it's just hey. just obviously you know punk up punked up kind of thing so um so i know it's very much i think they've went for a particular image and you know um style of music you know and they've, 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 that's what they've, they've honed in on but i don't think it's been i suppose what i'd say is i don't think it was contrived from the point of view is like let's do this for this reason i think it just they just did it because they wanted to and they, they you know i mean it's not yeah. like if we do this image we'll really get noticed if we do this i don't think it's because they didn't the evidence is it yeah, didn't work never... for them they never get picked up you know till their third album you know so yeah I'm sure I've seen uh, uh, Danzig saying something on that wee clip I'm telling you about, where it was like, just nobody bothered. Everyone just laughed at it yeah. and thought it was like a load of rubbish. Eh? Mm-hmm. And then I always try and put myself in uh, like the time as well when this mm-hmm. came out. Because like, if, if I'm thinking of like, kind of even if this is like kind of gothy stuff, even like the glammy rock sort of stuff that I don't get or the like the hairspray kind of rock or what, I try and think of myself as being there at the time rather than like looking at for now, for now yeah, looking at it back yeah, and yeah. thinking, oh, it's naff because mm-hmm. I've no, I've no, I've no seen that. Um, 
because I've seen it all my life, sorry. Yeah, but I get the, the, the appeal. When, I, when I'm listening to it, I can get the fastness, the... The, there's a lot of like sing-alongs kind of a lot of whoa, whoa, whoa a yeah, lot yeah, of, yeah, yeah. you know a lot of that eh? and oi oi and all that ah, so um, yeah. I can I can get that kind of I had a laugh to myself because I'm saying I kind of get this as a weak like subculture or a mm-hmm. community or yeah. a, a, a pocket of rock I, I absolutely get it and then I got to the song later on that basically says all the opposite of what I just said. Like this is no, this is near a scene. I've tried to remember what song it is, like off the top of my head. It's later on, Night of the Living Dead, where it's like it says all this sort of stuff. Like, because uh... that's the thing. I mean, I I played in a a Misfits tribute band. We did about half a dozen gigs, and um, you know, I play guitar on it, right? So yeah, and. But a lot of these lyrics, I don't even, I didn't even know what they were until I started looking at them for the podcast. I'm just, I just know the melodies and I know the odd line that I can hear. Yay. So it wasn't really till I started looking at the lyrics. So you saying these things, I'm like, oh, what one is it? You know, <laughs> it, it sounds like something familiar, but you know. Um, so, but when I actually started look, I mean, some of the lines, you know, you you know, or they're famous or, or whatever, you know, and 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 that kind of thing. But um, yeah, yeah, they they, um, but the. There's something. I mean, they really fucked up. I mean, I always knew that the lyrics were fucked up in some way. You know, even the ones that you could hear, but uh, they are pretty. They're pretty wild. Um, but I like them. I like hey. it all. I love it. I I know this. This is where I might. This is what I was worried about saying. Right. See if um, <laughs> you've said to me a few times if oh, if this was on in the background, it's pretty inoffensive. Ah, and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, if, uh-huh. if, you, if you're not delving too much into it. You don't think all that much, you know. You've not got a huge opinion on it sure. if it's kind of playing in yeah, the background. Yeah, yeah. I honestly feel the same with this. Mm-hmm. Like, see if I was at a party yeah. and this was playing in the background, it's kind of the sound of it, the kind of just general sound of it is pretty inoffensive mm-hmm. and fast. And I know, no, totally. I um, I think that's that's fair enough. It's um, kind of easy, yeah. For a distance, and I that's the thing. Eh? Is it's. What 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 I personally like about the Misfits is they're very aggro, they're very aggressive, but they're not at the same time. They've they've got a lot of melody and they've got a lot of kind of, um, like I say, rock and roll kind of vibe vibe in their songs. Um, and you know, I mean, it's it's all it's all it's all. I mean, it's, it, I mean, we've talked about punk before. The punk that you're into, and the punk I'm I'm into, are, are probably not the same. But it is all still punk at the end of the day because it's all the same three chord stuff and it's just done in different ways and the chords are moved in in different ways and playing at different tempos and different guitar tones. But ultimately, it is all the same structure, you know. Um, and I think most of, most punk comes from that rock and roll kind of kind of vibe, um, you know, way back. But um, but I that I mean that's that's. So that being inoffensive, I get, I get what you're saying, um, especially if, if you can't pick up the lyrics, this would be quite inoffensive, but it's because some of the lyrics are, might offend a few people right enough, um, yeah, if they're a bit, yeah, bit yeah. sensitive, you know, but, um, but I think that's fair enough, I think that's okay, that's that's yeah. that's fine, you know. I can see I can see how this kind of, the, the evolution of like the kind of American pop punk that I totally. kind of grew up with, totally. you can, like I'm listening to it and going, yeah. God, it's no, it's absolutely not a million miles away. It's mm-hmm. like, it's like, 
if this did get released probably when I was growing up, it doesn't sound dated at all with a lot yeah, of the yeah, kind of nineties yeah. stuff that I that I would have heard growing up. That, that's a, I think that's all thing about them as well, is like, you know, they, they kinda they'll influence a lot of like for for example, the you know, they'll you know, Green Day they'll be influenced by them. Blank even Blink One Eight Two are who are more poppy again than even nah. Green Day. Um and and bands of that ilk will all be like you know influenced by the Misfits and know these albums and all that kind of thing. But equally, your thrash bands, your really heavy thrash bands like Metallica in the eighties and things like that, loved the Misfits yeah. as well. So you had the, the really aggressive metal bands that loved the Misfits, but you've got the really kind of pop punk bands that love the Misfits as well. And I think that's maybe the point I'm making. You've got that kind of aggression, but you've got su- the melody and then the really yeah. you know the really catchy choruses and all that as well. So it's it's kind of a bit of a, aye, it's, 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 although it would, it sounds really primitive and, you know, to me, I hear, I can hear why that, that happened, you know, um, and, but again, that's, that's, you know, certainly the, you know, the thrashy side of things, that's, that's a music, music style that I, I like, you know, so that makes sense, but, um, and I think talking, in fact, talking about Metallica, they actually covered, uh, they released a, they released an EP in 1987, um, and it was just all covers, and they did a medley of uh, uh, two Misfit songs, um, uh, Green Hell and uh, Last Caress, and even by that point, the Misfits were were still pretty obscure. And after they did mm-hmm. that, all the Metallica fans started secret Misfit stuff and wanted it, so they actually helped raise their profile, even though the band had. They were done by that point, you know, Misfits and them covering that, it just it just everybody it kinda of exploded. You know, and everybody right. they started and then the album started getting reissued and things like that after that. So uh Metallica kinda of really raised raised their raised their profile, you know, just because they were obviously on their way to being like global superstars at that point, you know. So um so right. that's kinda of what happened. And is that connection ever is that all it's ever been? That that they covered that the songs or have they ever done anything together to ever speak each other is it uh, I, I think uh, um, I don't want to say this is absolute fact but there was um, I see I, I don't really follow Metallica anymore I'm not really following Metallica for since I was a kid really pretty much I, I like the, the old stuff and I listen to that but um, I dip in and out kind of thing but they did do a gig in San Francisco where they got they play lots of different songs and get lots of different their favourite singers and their favourite to come and play songs with them. and I think he did do a couple of Misfit songs with Metallica I saw right. Glenn Dags had come up and did I think there might be someone who listened to this and saying that's absolute bullshit it never happened but I'm, I'm, I think it did so uh, I, your head it did it did <laughs> aye, aye so no they, they were I think they were in contact and you know they were but by yeah. that point as well I mean Danzig himself had had a fairly decent career at that point you know in his own band you know and it was like Rick Rubin produced his albums and all he was on Rick Rubin's label and um, you know, and 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 I love those albums. I I think they're brilliant. You know, because I love Glenn Danzig's voice. I think that's the thing. I just really love his voice. Um, and and this stuff and and in um and in Danzig, but um, he is. I mean, talking talking about Danzig himself, he is. He's a he's a he's a he's a prick. He's no he's no a <laughs> particularly good nice guy or. Uh, he's, uh, when I when I when I hear him talking and I and I watch him and he's got charisma and I do like him and I, and there is something that he's got magnetism and all that kind of thing but but he's just an ass you know um, I take it when you're looking at videos you never found the one to get knocked out about uh, twelve fifteen years ago no 
So so Dan's like, obviously it's quite it was quite a he's a wee guy, but like all like bulked up and all that and and was uh, this a, he's like five foot three. Aye, aye, he's like fucking. Yeah, he's totally. Yeah, but I seen that he was doing bodybuilding or something. Aye, so he, you know, he and I think he he did martial arts and all that stuff and all that. But um, that was all down to it was a band called Northside Kings, or like a hardcore band, and they were travelling up to support uh, Danzig, and they were running late, so they'd been in touch, and and there was an agreement made that they would just jump on after Danzig, you know just to do their gig and whoever wanted to see it would be there and stuff so they agreed mm-hmm. to it and they've got there Danzig's finished their set all the lights go up and everybody walks out and they start breaking everything down so he's making the point thought you said you were going to hold it back for this and all that and you've, all the lights are went up you know and then and then he's you know one, one then the they've got into it and he's, then he's him a wee shove and the, the big man's just like laid about with one punch <laughs> <laughs> you know? so it's quite funny so um, as much as, as much as I loved Danzig as a musician, it was just funny. It was really funny, and it he got what he deserved. To be honest, as far as I'm concerned, you know. So it was, it was quite. Hey, so that wasn't. It. I'm saying not all that long ago, 17 years, but in aye. terms of their career, like aye. aye, I did when I did see something early doors as well about. Fo- I know there's been umpteen changes with the the members in the band, eh? mm-hmm. and they fell out over a, in a McDonald's and. All right, you know more than I do then. <laughs> it was on that wee clip, and it was, was right? one, one of the guys. One of the guys left because they had a disagreement over anything, and they got kicked out of the band. So, aye, that's kind of. He must have. I'm guessing he's been like that since the start. Aye, I think he's always been difficult, but um, I mean, within, I mean, in your world, least uh, Lucy, it's it's you know, Glenn Danzig isn't going to mean anything, but in my world to me and to a lot of people that are into the kind of wider, you know, genre, kind of hardcore punk, you know, metal and all that, you know, he is, he is effectively a legend, you know what I mean, because of the things he's done, you know, but in the wider context of music, you know, people would say, no, he's not a legend, he's, he doesn't mean anything, you know, well, fine, but, so, um, yeah, I get it though, you uh, know, he is, he is pretty, like... he is pretty important, you know, and I think with that, and that kind of, um, that kind of with, with people like that, they're always difficult, aren't they? You know, geniuses. If, if you, if you want to call him a genius, I, I'm not necessarily saying he's a genius. I think it's pretty important, but you know, they, they're always they're always they always come with a lot of fucking problems and baggage and dictatorship, you know, and dictator tendencies. Yeah, I, you, know? I, you get it as well if they're going to be if they're the one who's putting more on the line. And you have touched on this. I think it might have been with the television album is mm-hmm. you know about being kind of difficult to work with but and I know we spoke about it with um, on the water boys as well you're not wanting them to be yeah normal you know see if he was just a wee guy I, I, maybe we would be sitting here going oh he's so kind of normal and that's kind of cool but there's times when just like no I didn't want them to be ah it's almost what makes that makes the music you love. That makes that, it. The, 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 what it is, you know, um, and and I think that's it. So you know, you know, I, no. I mean, most. I mean, that's the thing. If, if certainly in my case, you know, if if I was to take all the albums out of my collection because people were assholes or unlikable or anything like that, <laughs> you'd have, I'd have nothing <laughs> left, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So. What was he doing? Squ- that guy was much bigger than him, though. Eh? I know. I know. So I think he thought, like, I can take this guy and. You know, so he couldn't. He couldn't. So it's a shame for him. It's not really. He deserved it. <laughs> <laughs>
But even the even the guy, um, oh, I keep forgetting his name, the the big guy. He obviously they, they all blew up and interviewed about it and all that. And he was saying, "Look, man, seeing one on one, he would probably kill me because he's, you know, he's does martial arts and he looks after himself and all that and all this kind of stuff." So he was, he was trying to kind of play it down, be humble about it and Aye. all that, you know. But the backlash the guy got. So all the Danzig fans were like you, mother, oh, really? you know, and, and he actually compiled it all and made a book. <laughs> all the insults he was getting, <laughs> <laughs> and he actually just updated it. I think a couple of months ago, we like like extra wee bits and stuff. So yeah. um, no, no, do you know what it was? He's turned into an audio book. I think that's what it was. So he's reading out all these wee anniversary of the book or something. So he's reading out all these. So that. all these like crazy fans can like, you know. <laughs> yeah, how dare you? That's it. Right, well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do, right, um, in, in the spirit of sharing things, right, so I'm going to play you a song. Right. That's 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 the band Danzig. So Glenn's band Danzig is singing, right? Okay. And it's on his second album, released in 1990. Um, this song's called Blood and Tears. Right, let's see what you think about this, right? I'll play a wee okay. bit of it. Um, see if, it's, see, see if this, this is more your vibe. <laughs> Blood and tears Blood and tears Since you've been gone I hear you've been crying Blood and tears All along in your misery, so alone, could you have been deceived? Since I've been gone, I hear you been crying. You cried a thousand Anyway, we buy that. Uh, that's much more my thing, eh? I think it's 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 it's, it's going back to that rock and roll thing. It's almost like Is a very, that, very yeah. rock and roll type song, and he's obsessed with that period and stuff, you know. So you hear that even in all his music, really. Um, right, you know, uh, big, and he's got big, it in his voice and all that yeah. kind of. And that's like the voice. I can, almost, I can almost see it if you know what I mean. Ah, I can right, almost yeah, see yeah. it being sung yeah. in that kind of. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's aye. So. It, I, I mean, like I say, I'm I'm a I'm a huge fan, you know. Um, but and the thing about his voice as well, I mean, that was that was a thing. Even the the magazines, the the metal magazines like Kerrang and all the other ones, Metal Hammer and all that. I mean, they they nicknamed him Evil Elvis, you know. That was his nickname. So yeah. you know, because it was all satanic stuff he was singing about a lot of the time, and all that. So and because he had that kind of croonery voice, you know, they just, just yeah. Him. And and there's there's Jim Morrison in there. I hear Jim Morrison and Danzig's yeah. voice. You know, it's it's. It's there, you know, um, and I think like the Doors and Elvis and all that kind of thing. He's, he's fans of that music as well. So, so I um, 
Was there any? So I suppose coming back to the album, was there any ones that any ones that you thought were? If you had to pick one that was that was your favourite, did any stick out for you? I liked. I, for a while, I was saying hate breeders, mm-hmm. and because it's as catchy as it is, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the more I listened to it, I think the easy favourite for me was Astro Zombies. Aye, that's that's really it's good, that's, that's really, really catchy. I love the riff in that as well. No, the did 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 the, the wee tribute thing in the band Aye. No. I enjoy playing that I mean I've got I've got down next to quite a few of them eh? I've not got notes on every song because a lot of it's similar to me yeah yeah, yeah quite a bit yeah, of yeah. it is similar I eh? think and, and that's, um, that's what I thought I thought you know I, I mean I've heard this album like countless times you know so yeah um so, but it, it is some sometimes like even even to this point, like some of the riffs will meld in the others in my head, and I go, "Is that for that nah. song or is that song?" Because it is, it is, it's a similar vein all the way through, you know. So, nah. so it's nah. it's not, it's you know, it's that can be a negative for some, could be a positive for others, you know. It's just a fact, you know. Yeah, yeah, but I've got like about them being catchy, you know, and quite a few of them, eh? Skulls. Yeah, it's super catchy. Um. Is see, mummy, can I go out and kill tonight? Is mm-hmm. it? It's live on now. It is live. It's, um, it yeah. was recorded in. Uh, I think it was CBGBs. They recorded that in. Oh, was it? Ah, uh, New York. Yeah. Oh no! Tell lie. It was the Ritz in New York. Uh, they right. recorded it in. Um, yeah. And I don't know if it's supposed to be, but some of it is quite. F- is that kind of? I know you've said camp, but some of it's a bit funny. Oh, aye, aye, is there's it, humour is it in meant it. Yeah, to be? yeah, 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 yeah. See, I never know. See, when I'm seeing that kind of gothy, like I just see all the stereotypes that mm-hmm. you know that you think, like you know, you know, when you go on holiday and you see like um, like replica swords and all that, and I just picture <laughs> like it's going to be on somebody's mantelpiece and that kind of <laughs> t-shirt, like these the kind of rock t-shirts and all that sort of stuff. Ah, I like, aye. Like f- figures of fairy dragons and yeah, ah, like, I know what you're talking like about. Ah, yeah, that kind yeah, of yeah. stuff. Eh? Um, but I'm like listening to it, going, "Is it meant to be?" Like, do fans of that find it funny, or is it is it serious? No, you know? no, no, not at all. Um, I'm I not mean, saying what their work isn't serious or anything. No, no, like I know that. what you're I'm saying. No, no, that, no, that, there's humour all over it. You know, it's 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 yeah. it's meant to be tongue in cheek. A lot of it. Um, I mean, it's talking about hacking, hacking heads off little girls and putting them on my wall and all that, you know, it's just... <laughs> See, but I think that's so ridiculous, it's funny. And, and that's it's, what it is, it's, 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 it's outrageous, it's no, it's, 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 I mean, I think uh, Glenn Danzig was fully aware of what he was writing, you know, he is, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm kind of contradicting myself because I'm painting this guy as a wee serious kind of like, he thinks he's, you know, like... I don't know what I'm trying to say he thinks he is, but he's been all serious um, and, and takes himself too serious, but no, the, these lyrics are definitely not, not meant to be, meant to be like, you know, we are, we are really hard because we're singing about cutting people's heads off. It's more about, I, I think because they're singing su- such sweet melodies as well, that's where like the, the, the irony is, you know, it's, Cut the heads yeah. off little girls and stick yeah. them up my wall. It's not like it's not. It's not like you know. What I mean, it's it's. So I think that in itself is playing into that. You know, it's 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 kind of like a really catchy melody. You can always bob your head along to, but the lyrics aren't matching up. You know, 
Yeah, I think uh, my one of my favourites was in, uh, in Mummy Can I Go and Kill Tonight, uh, Killed a Girl in Lover's Lane, Kept Her Toes and Teeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's about taking shrines home to Mummy and ah, that. Yeah, like, Because it's that, he's basically like, a nerd at school and stuff, he gets straight A's. Yeah, getting that. picked on. Or he's, getting picked yeah. on <laughs> he's getting his revenge on all the people that's bullying him, you know. And, yeah, I mean, and, that, and that, I'd that, take that, it further away, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're going mental. Yeah. Or, but even that kind of not not that stereotype but that's like that is the joke about like serial killers and all that yeah, is yeah. The, well not the joke but it's like the the, the cliche, cliche ah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Uh, that it's kind of hard done but and then my other favourite was in uh, Brain Eaters at the end eh, where it's just like screaming at brains for lunch brains for dinner brains <laughs> for breakfast or what and I'm like <laughs> why can't we have some I, guts <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it's like but see because they're all such short songs as well I yeah. don't know if they're there but over two minutes or what I mean I think it is the that only proper... one uh, Hate Breeders is just over three minutes it's like three minutes one second right. um, and, and interestingly enough going back to this this tribute thing that I did we did Hate Breeders I think in one gig and we dropped it and the reason we dropped mm. it is it just felt like it was going on forever and it wasn't really? it was only three minutes <laughs> And it was just kind of like, fuck, there's another chorus. That's a fuck, right, okay. And it was like, we were just kind of looking at each other and I think I just piped up and went, do I just, I mean, it's, it's I, like, I love listening to it. It's catchy and when it's on the album, I don't skip it. I think it's a, an excellent bit to play. Yeah. It was just, it was just, it's too long, three minutes, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Does it get exhausting playing like this kind of music? No. No, I know no. you'll just play it all the time, so probably no, you'll no think no, it. But I'd probably do this and have to- a have adrenaline. a panic attack or something. Ah, I totally nah. adrenaline. You know, it's 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 great to play. I love I love playing some of these riffs. I just were just an absolute joy to play. You know, uh, Mummy can I go can, can kill tonight? It's a really aggressive riff. Um, the do 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 do, and it's really kind of simple. It's not really you've just got to move your hands a lot quicker. But um, it's um. But some of these riffs, and like I say, you know, you mentioned Astro Zombies, I, I love that, I absolutely love that riff. And, um, yeah. And Skulls was one of my favourites, because I like with Skulls, what I like is, in you know, the chorus, when the chords just ring out, you know, I want yours, and then the other chord comes in. It's just kind of really, there's a lot of space in it, you know, so. Yeah. Um, I mean, production-wise, it's very rough. I mean, it's rough, it's yeah. rough up. Badger's ass or whatever. Tell me what I use. Um, and that's part for me personally. That's part of its charm as well. You know, um, I think if it sounded better, you know, for example, you were talking about later on Misfits, you no know, nineties Misfits, and that was all really well produced and all that. And that to me, it's just, well, it's just kind of lost its charm. It's overproduced, and you know, it's it, I don't know if it was the, if it was a, a a way I try to compete with the bands in the nineties, maybe you know that were influenced by the Misfits. Maybe let's let's polish up our sound so it sounds kind of similar yeah, to these possibly. these bands. And I don't know what the angle was, but it wasn't for me. But that's just that's just the way it is. I like it when it's all really kind of rough, and I don't like it all when it's rough in music in general. But just with punk, especially, I like it quite quite lo-fi, <laughs> you know, quite underproduced yeah. and. And um, you know, um, but I think you can have albums that sound like that that's equally sound good. You can have albums that just sound bad and badly produced. They just sound bad. They don't. They don't. It just doesn't sit well. But you can get albums mm-hmm. that are really, really rough, but just for some reason, just sound just sound great. And this is for me. Nah. The Misfit stuff is is like that. You know. So is is this the Misfits really at the start of this kind of? genre like gothy punk or whatever you whatever terms you well 
can he use? I don't know, because I mean, you know, I, I mean, there wasn't a load of gothy punk bands that I can think of that I could just rhyme off, you know, and say them, 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 you know. Um, there was a few copyists and stuff. Um, for example, I was listening to, in fact, I was in the gym, I was listening to this album in the gym, actually, um, say last week or whatever it was. And you know, on Spotify it'll go on and it'll play other artists that are similar. And yeah. so what's going on? And, and somebody's was like, nah, this is this isn't like this, this is pish, you know. And some ones were just like straight up kind of hardcore stuff. It's more my style of punk, you know. Um, but there was one one band and I was like, Who the fuck are they? And they were just it was just like the misfits. It was just a total rip-off, you know. <laughs> just right. I can't remember their name, but I was like, who are they? And I picked the phone up and was like, I can't remember, but I was like, My God, man, you can have you, 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 I'm not being subtle about it, are you? You know, <laughs> just like, um, like even the song title was this like similar and everything, you know. But um, but in terms of like I uh, gothic punk bands, there's nothing jumping out at me as is it being a scene or anything. I think they were just a punk band that had gothic imagery and gothic kind of like topics and stuff. You know, yeah, obviously a goth scene in general. You know, with Sisters of Mercy and the Mission and all these kind of bands like that and. Bauhaus and all that to a degree and things like that, you know, so that was all happening um, and I suppose you could call that in many ways, it was a kind of post-punk thing, you know that they were doing, you know mm-hmm. um, so I'm definitely no authority on 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 goth music or you know um, you know goth, goth imagery and, and music to be honest so there could be somebody that could put put me and yourself right on, on these things yeah. better than I can, you know so, um, but no, I don't so, so I suppose the short answer is no. I don't think it was the start of a, a particular scene. It was just they—they right. they were just a punk band that had goth imagery. That was that was it basically. You yep. know, you know. Uh, it's good. My favourite thing that I read about it was that the name came from a Marilyn Monroe album. Marilyn uh, Monroe film. film. Yeah, yeah, the Misfits. Uh. Yeah, they've got a song called "Called Marilyn" and it's about Marilyn Monroe. Um, and it's actually questioning whether she was murdered or not. You know, yeah. and it's all about. They say it was a suicide. They say it was a suicide. You know, and all this kind of thing. They're, 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 I don't know. I'm, I'm just trying to <laughs> join in. <laughs> so that's kind of the likes. So they say it was a suicide. Was it? Was it the FBI? Could it have been the Kennedys? It's all this kind of like you know. Yeah. Um, yeah good. Um, and I think the, the the chorus is, but it ain't a mystery. I but it ain't a mystery, baby. Not to me. Um, I basically, it's basically I'm saying, nah, she was killed. You know, I don't believe right. she was, she's committed suicide. You know, or you know yeah. that kind of thing. So, um, so I, I, so that again, it's back to that era, that kind of that, that era that he's he is obsessed with. You know, and yeah. and you know, uh, you know, the fifties and the early sixties, and because I've got a song called Bullet, which is about uh, Kennedy's assassination. You know, right. and things like that. So. Aye, he's he's just kind of his head was certainly at this point in time his head was locked in that that whole period, you know. Um, yeah, I like that. I like and he, and he's, he's a pal, he was a fantastic um, like kind of rock and roll piano player as well. Like before the Misfits, he could play like rock and roll piano, you know, um, really well. Yeah, so it's deep rooted in his. I think I think that's a, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think I don't know if it was his parents or stuff. I I don't know. I should probably know this stuff to be honest, um, given how much I, I claim to love the guy, but um, as a musician, but. Um, probably, know. probably my friend Joe actually he would probably put me right in a couple of things because um, he he might know a wee bit more. But um, the thing um, as well is is the, there's a really cool thing that happened. Um, he wrote a song for uh, Roy Orbison, Dan right. Glenn Dyson, and, and Roy Orbison wrote a song for him. So they swapped songs, 
Um, they're really good. The the the, the, the titles completely slipped my mind. I should have wrote this down. But yeah, no, it's excellent. Because here, I'll go. That's I'll go in and do that. I that's hear, good. Uh, I could hear hearing Roy Orbison singing, you know, Dan Ziggs words, and he wrote it because because again, Roy Orbison's got that kind of old, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's that era, and he and he loved he obviously loves that era, you know. So him writing a song for Roy Orbison was like amazing to him and you know yeah. and him singing his words so he wrote it in his his style and you know that kind of thing but um but i it's um but again for me an extremely talented individual uh glenn danzig um if not a total knob end you know but um is he, is he, sorry, I'm just asking questions no, now. Good, like, is, like, is he still on the go now? Does he still play? I, I know you're saying he was kind of before COVID or what? But. I know, no, no he's, he's, still, he's still cutting about. He's, uh, he's, um, he's still gigging. I, I mean, his, his records, um, I think, very, I mean, the, the first four albums to me are, 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 are absolutely excellent, you know? And after that, his fifth album, he kind of went all industrial and, put his voice through all these stupid like distortion and all that and it just it was just it was trying to be like nine inch nails or something like that and it was just it was it was pretty poor and then after mm-hmm. that his albums were just like really really ah, really piss poor to be honest you know um so yeah. i think there was maybe the odd album where they kind of captured a little bit of the old magic but nothing enough to make you interested uh, again go, so i so, aye, so yeah. I mean, he's he's paid his dues. He, he you know, if he releases yeah. crap albums for the rest of his life, then fine, you know. Um, but he's still touring. Still, um, I I went down to see him in Manchester. Um, oh, jeez, it might ten years ago maybe. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, he, 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 I went down to see that, and it was excellent. It was I, I, I absolutely loved it. And um, at the the end of the set, the encore was actually a Misfits set. So what happened is, one of the guitar player from the Misfits came out and joined them, and they did a, mm-hmm. a Misfits set, and that was fucking brilliant because I thought, you know, that's that's amazing because it's um, it's the closest I'll get to see seeing the Misfits basically, you know. So they did that. They did maybe about like five or six songs, which they've been about like eight minutes or something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but that was, yeah. that was really cool and it was interesting the guitarist uh, is called Doyle right um, um, they had another guitarist um, just before him right enough but he was the one that played in a lot of the, the, the songs and he he's, he's he's fucking huge he's huge built he's like massive like muscly and, but he's tall and all that now he just he come on the stage and I think at that point he was like mid 50s and he was still like, like fucking huge, and just, just like, fucking yeah. hell, you know. But he's he's a bit of a strange guy because he's got a side band, or not a side band, a band. Then I guess um, it's called Christ the Conqueror. <laughs> I like that Christ the Conqueror. So it's all, I think it's all like Christian messages and shit like that. You know? Oh right. Aye, aye, aye. Oh, I thought you meant like, like as a joke. No, it's like as like Christ. No, Christ is all, the conquering, right? So there you are. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm going to think about that. Like, okay. <laughs> so, um, America's weird. It is weird. But anyway, I, I thought this might be the one that broke you, to be honest. After I picked it, I thought this might be the one that, 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 that we get. Because this is what, the 10th episode, I think? And I thought, yeah, about that. And I thought this, this might like be I the say, one that... I get it. I get it. Um... 
and I, I, I can see the appeal for like loads of folk and I can yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I can see it but um I just no 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 for me mm-hmm. gives me a laugh and that eh aye give me a laugh and it gave me a bit of you know I enjoyed listening to it aye but no for the reasons probably you do <laughs> yeah for the yeah. reasons aye <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, there's, there's, right, well, I'm going to finish up, right, and I want to finish up showing you, I'm, I'm just kind of getting in this little uh, Danzig wormhole here. I love this. And then you talk about humour. Yeah. There's a humour in the lyrics and there's a humour in Danzig. There is. And this is another example of, I, I suppose, humour. But it's one of the ones when you first see it, you're probably thinking, is he actually serious? And I think at points he is, but other points uh-huh. he's not. So it's one of these kind of. I, I just love this clip. I, I, this was on a VHS I had when I was uh, a, a teenager, you know. So it was just yeah. it was like his music videos from his first album, and then we snip his interviews in between kind of thing. Um, and this is from that. So it's him at his library, and he's talking about his books. So I'll, right. I'll, I'll show you. It's a video, right? <laughs> okay. so, so it's uh, it's 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 fucking classic, you know, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Even even the way, anyway, I'll not say it more because yeah, I'll just show you the video. Right. <laughs> mm. Welcome to my book collection. This is just part of my book collection. Uh, I got all kinds of stuff here. There you go. The Werewolf by Montague Summers. This is great. There's lots of great werewolf stories in here, all documented, all true. And um, there's one in particular that's great where they're looking for this guy who's accused of being a werewolf and he comes out of this clearing shaking a baby in his mouth. That's pretty cool. <laughs> it's the kind of stuff I like to read. Um, let's see. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Cult Roots and Nazism. Every school child should have this book. You learn a lot from this one. Alright, what else do we got here? There's just various books on death, anthropology of evil, different societies' views of evil, what their conception of evil is, something that don't even have evil. Uh, here we go. This one's the lost books of the Bible. There's also the Forgotten Books of Eden, but the Lost Books of Bible tells you a lot of stuff that they omitted from the Bible. All original chapters of the Bible, which were excised. Let's see, there's a chapter in here. Yeah, here we go, Infancy. This tells you about Jesus' childhood. Stuff that I guess most churches wouldn't want you to know about because it doesn't fit in with their ideology of Christ. And uh, let me see. There's one uh, passage in here where Jesus and a little kid are playing on the Sabbath and Jesus is making these clay statues he's formed uh, come to life. And that child says, uh, it's a Sabbath, you shouldn't be do that, and blah, 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 blah. And so anyway, Jesus kills the kid. And here we have another passage. Uh, another time when Lord Jesus was coming home in the evening with Joseph, he met a boy who ran so hard against him that he threw him down. To whom the Lord Jesus said, As thou hast thrown me down, so shalt thou fall, for nor ever rise. And at that moment the boy fell down and died. 
Jesus. It's pretty funny. This is a dictionary of angels. This tells you all the angels, their names, the days they preside over, the hours, what their functions are. If you believe in any of that stuff. <laughs> that is the most erotic thing I have ever seen. <laughs> was, honestly, for the first like ten seconds, I'm like, whoa! <laughs> oh, it's funny. Great. Is that a real thing? A book? Is there a book with stuff that's been cut out of the Bible? I think the book's real. It's just I'm where, it's, look. it's just whether you believe that they've actually left it at the Bible. <laughs> You know, I, mean, I mean, it's probably no more lies than the actual real Bible is, to be honest. <laughs> but yeah, Jesus is going about killing people and stuff, you know? Yeah, so he killed him. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus kills a kid. <laughs> oh, that was good. And yeah. Oh, I like that. About werewolves and, you know, all, all the stories are documented. And they're all, and, yeah, yeah, they're all true. You know, that's what they say. They're all documented, all true. <laughs> <laughs> and a book oh, about angels, it. you know, and a book about angels and what their functions are and what they present hey. over on their hours and all that, you know. It's just, I just love that clip. It's just, just brilliant. It's good, eh? It's good. <laughs> I love the way he starts off by saying, Welcome to my book collection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. So, uh, oh. if you need cheering up, you can just, uh, just put yeah, it well. <laughs> Hello. Or if you need to feel a wee bit funny for 10 seconds, like you said, you were feeling... Yeah, I know, I know. I, I couldn't think of the words there, eh? <laughs> anyway. Well, uh, well, it's probably a bit of an unusual episode, this. <laughs> More ways than one. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, it was it was a bit of a, a roll of the dice, this one, for myself, you know. Um, and uh, I think you would have got more out of the, the album that I... That I said I would, I probably would have picked had I had more time to think about it. But we'll leave that for another day, and I'll tell you what that. Oh, is I still enjoyed later. it. So, bye. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that was the misfits. Um, well, it wasn't really. It was, it was it was a little bit of misfits and and a lot of Glenn Danzig, to be honest. Um, so, but thanks for listening. Hopefully, it was entertaining in some way. Now, what we are going <laughs> to do is we're going to break convention a wee bit, like we obviously haven't already with this episode. But we're going to break it even further. <laughs> um, and what we're going to do is we're going to pick an album from the Rolling Stones 100 best albums, I think it was their 500 best albums or something, but we were going to focus on the, the top 100 and we're going to pick out an album that we have never heard before collectively, so I've never heard it Lucy's never heard it and obviously it likes the Rolling Stone and it's going to be a very US centric list, you know, I think if, if Q magazine for example was still on the go, I'm sure they would, their list would be very different, it'd be probably more UK centric and European centric, so um, but I think that's okay. It's it's not it's not a problem. So um, so lots of American artists, lots of artists I I personally have not heard of. Um, similar to yourself, Lucy. Yeah, absolutely. So some obvious ones that I'm expecting. Yeah. You know, in the list, eh? But um, absolutely. So well, we had a look through the the list, though. So we gra- grabbed a hundred and we whittled down. We took out the ones that we'd both heard of, either collectively or, or individually. Um, and whittled it down to 
the ones that we hadn't heard. So obviously there's a lot of artists in there that we have heard of, obviously. I mean, like, even Taylor Swift's in there, and um, yeah. Missy Elliott, Neil Young, The Doors, John Lennon, Dusty yeah. Springfield, and Frank Ocean. You, Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. Yeah, Elvis, you, Bob Dylan, you know, yeah. Kanye West, feel like that. My Bloody Valentine, that was one that I was hovering over. I was like, hmm. Nah. It's one of the bands that I've, I've, I've kind of heard bits of, but... I'm, I yeah, I can picture them and everything, I but... Can, can I, I'm kind of interested in, so... Jay-Z, James Brown... There's a few um, that I hadn't heard of. Frank Ocean. I've got no idea who Frank Ocean is. I've heard of Frank Ocean, but no, but not, I've not right. listened to any stuff. So, um, I think this is too contemporary for me. I think maybe that's what it is, you know, so... <laughs> Jocko Train, Eric B and Rakim, obviously heard of heard of them and uh, heard quite a lot of tunes but never actually delved into Eric B and Rakim but I've always liked what I've heard. Paul Simon, uh, Graceland is on there, Rolling Stones. But the one that I was looking at, right, there was a name that I found Lucy saying and, and, and listen, we'll agree together here but there was a name that I looked at and it was Liz Fair. P-H-A-I-R Exile in Guyville Never heard it So I'd never heard it So I thought Right I'll have a wee look So I did the Wikipedia thing I did a little look Get the rough, rough gist of it And I thought This could be quite interesting It's released in right. It's released in 1993 Okay And she's a singer-songwriter Artist I know I've okay. done I know I've done singer-songwriter Back with um, We've done it for uh, Carol King Carol King, and, and I was thinking back Martha to Wainwright. Martha Wainwright, yeah, Carol yeah. King and Martha Wainwright, so we've done a couple already, but this is one that I thought, actually, this is quite interesting, because some of the lyrics, suggest, you know, in the suggestion of uh, the topics was quite, I think it might be quite, I think it might resonate with yourself even, Lucy, you know, mm, so. Okay, never heard there, I'm just Google, having a quick Google here, yeah. can't even picture, don't recognise her at all, so yeah, I'm happy to go happy for to that. Go with that. We need to pick an album. Oh no, we picked it that picked time I, an album, yep, didn't it? Yeah, but an album. Yep. Exile in Exile in Guyville. Yeah. Quite a big so I let's I let's go for it. Okay. Well we can delve into that. So I thought let's give that a try. And Yay. see how we go on. And and Yay. I think we could come back to this list again at the later because I think even doing a bit of hip hop, because we've not done that yet, I think it would be good, you know. because um, there's quite a lot of hip hop in that list as well. You know, so I think maybe Maybe we could come back. Yeah, to the like list. I think the Wu Tang Clan was on one ah, of them. So and was I'm that, like, yeah. And yeah. I know, like I know in my head about, like I remember gravel pit and all that, yeah, but yeah. that is it. That is it. Ah, that yeah, is it. Uh, Again, similar to like a lot of the ones in that list, you know, um, no songs, but not actually delved in. Um, so aye, no, we could come back to that. But yeah, let's let's try with Liz Fair and um, yeah. Exile and Guyver. We'll give that a little shot and see how we go. But anyway, we're gonna leave it there and. Thanks for listening to this uh, very unique episode. <laughs> 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 Maybe like this next time we're singing. Oh God, this album's. Oh. Yeah. Why did we pick this? You know, we'll have to just can it and get back to an album that we actually like. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but nah, I'm sure it'll be all good. But um, aye, yeah, we'll leave it there. So thanks everybody, and uh, take care of yourselves. Yeah, take care, everyone. Bye bye.